Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Kessler Sports Talk. I'm your host, Charlie Kessler. Thanks for stopping by. A few things I want to talk about tonight. First of all, let's talk about the availability of my podcast on a few more platforms. Number two, let's talk about Pete Alonzo. He continues to struggle, but good sign late in the game today. Maybe he'll break out of it. Also, shame on anyone who booed him today. That's not the way to go. Come on, guys. You've got to be better than that. And lastly, I want to talk about the direction of this team. I'm happy to see him win a series, but it's the White Sox. There are a few red flags, even though we won the series. And I'm going to tell you guys why the direction of this team must stay the same. They must look to sell a few pieces, even with the series win. So let's dive right into it. Let's talk about it. So before we start, I want to talk about my podcast availability. I was able to get on Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and CastBox. So I'm on pretty much all the major podcast platforms, except for Google Podcasts. I'm still working with them. But I'll give you guys an update when I get onto Google Podcasts. It shouldn't be much longer, a few days maybe. So tonight I want to focus on the Mets, obviously. I'll start with Pete Alonzo. As you all know, he's struggling. And this is the worst struggle of his career. And it's been a few months. It's not like it's been a few weeks. Who knows what's going on? I personally think what's hurting him here is he's not 100% healed from getting hit in the wrist earlier in the season. I think he rushed being back. I love the toughness and desire, but this is why I was afraid with him rushing back. It was a few games that he would have missed more if he just shut himself down. Obviously, you love seeing him being so hungry to want to be out there, but this is a long season. You need him for the whole season. And clearly, he should have just... Gave himself a week or so to see how he felt. There was no reason for him to be back a few days. If you guys remember, we got the report. He could be out four weeks. And then a few days later, he's in the lineup. And we're like, what the hell? We just heard that he was going to be out four weeks. And, you know, I do have to blame the Mets here a little bit. I get it. They want their star. But they should have known better. They They should have shut him down for a week. Right? We need him for the whole season. They should have shut him down for a week. Then after a week went by, get him some at-bats in the cage, see how his wrist is feeling, and take it from there. There's no reason to rush him back that early in the season. Again, I don't want to beat up on Pete Alonso. I love his desire and hunger to be out there. I don't want to beat up on the Mets. I get it. He's the cornerstone to the offense, and the offense was struggling at that point in time. And the last thing was Pete Alonso out with the offense struggling. But it's a, it's a long season, 162 games. We need him for the long haul. And again, I don't know what it is. It could be he's not seeing the ball well. It could be a mental thing. It might not be the injury. It might be fully healed. But I personally think he's not fully healed. The way I see him taking his at-bats, struggling defensively to get the ball to second base, to get the ball to first base when the pitcher's covering, it's gotten worse. Obviously, his at-bats have gotten worse. I think he's just not fully healed. But one positive is he did have an RBI single. Now, it wasn't garbage time. It was late in the game. The Mets were already losing 6-1. to one. But he did have an RBI single late in the game today. And maybe that's the nudge in the right direction to get him right. Whether it's a mental thing or maybe his wrist is feeling better, who knows. But sometimes it's baby steps. And maybe that's the first baby step to him getting back to the Pete Alonso we know. Because without him being right, this offense is going nowhere. Obviously, there's key parts to this offense like Nimmo, McNeil, Lindor, 
Alvarez. You go down the list, fam. He's been a pleasant surprise. Again, sorry, Tommy fam. I was hard on you in my last podcast. And not my last podcast episode, guys. If you want, if you listened to one yesterday, I had a previous podcast completely different from this one. And I was very hard on him going into the season during spring training. But he's been a pleasant surprise. But the cornerstone to this offense is Pete Alonso, really. And it's it's good to see him get that that RBI single because that could be the start of him getting right. And the Mets need it. They really do. You know, obviously, the Mets are, are, are out of it here. Who knows if they'll make a uh, final push for the wild card spot. But if the Mets have any chance to get to this wild card spot, they need Pete Alonso to be right. They absolutely need him to be 100% and feeling good. So I'm happy to see him get that RBI single, even if it's in garbage time. Let's see what he could do from here. Maybe that is the nudge in, in the right direction here for him. But I do need to see him work on this this defense here. I'm, I'm a little concerned. He had an error again today. He's really struggling throwing the ball. I don't know what it is. He's gotten better defensively, obviously. If you all remember his first year with the Mets versus now, he's gotten better defensively. And all you could ask is for a player to keep improving. But it's weird. He'll make great dives, great reaction time, great reads, great range. But the easy part of getting the ball to Lindor at second or the pitcher covering first, he struggles with that. And I don't know why. I have no idea. But again, Pete Alonso, we need him to get right. And hopefully... That's the start. But if his wrist is bothering him, he's got to he's got to think about shutting himself down a little bit because it's only going to get worse. As you've seen, it hasn't gotten any better. Today was the first sign in months that he might be right. So, again, if his wrist is bothering him, only he knows and his trainers know. We could predict and think about it all we want, guys, but we're on the outside looking in. We only know so much. And again, I hope I'm wrong and it's just a mental thing because that's easier to shake. I would hate to see his injury linger. But I, from what I see, I really think it's something with the injury. It just doesn't look right. Also, I'm, you know, talking about Pete Alonso here. I didn't watch the game live today. I had to watch it after work. I worked today, 8.30 to 4.30. I, I didn't see the game live. I listened to it a little bit, but I came home and I watched some of the game. And I noticed something, as I said in the intro. People were booing Pete Alonso today. Come on, guys. We have to be better than that. There's no reason to be booing Pete Alonso, none whatsoever. It's one thing if you go boo someone like Jason Bay, who came to the Mets, sucked from the beginning, and was just a complete disaster. But Pete Alonso has been such a great piece to this franchise. He's been so great with the media. He's been a leader. He's been fun to watch. He's setting records. He's a great player. Shame on you if anyone was there booing him. Don't boo him. I get it. He's struggling. It's been a while. I know it hasn't been a few days or a few weeks. It's been a while. And I get it. It's frustrating. I get frustrated sitting on the couch watching him struggle. But the answer isn't booing him. Do you really think he wants to struggle? 
He wants to succeed more than we want him to succeed. It's eating him up alive. Watch him when he walks back to the dugout. He is dying on the inside. It is eating him up alive that he's struggling. The answer isn't booing him. That's not going to make anything better. How is that going to make him perform better? We need to show him that we're that we're on his side. We have his back. Because he's been so great for us. We can't turn on him just because he's struggling a little bit here. So guys, come on. I know emotions sometimes get the best of us, but don't boo him. Really don't. I mean, he's been such a core piece to this franchise now for years. And I get it. It's frustrating. I, I really do get it, guys. But again, you couldn't ask for anything better. Look at his career with the Mets so far. We couldn't really ask for anything better except for maybe a little bit better defense at times. But what else can we ask for from him? He's done everything. And he's done it in New York, which is very difficult to do. So we just got to be better with that. I mean, I was I was really upset when I heard the booze today. It was, it was not good. I mean, I get it. This team is underperforming. This team is not playing the way we thought they were going to play. They're not who we thought they were. Remember the Cardinals head coach, that whole rant he had. What was his name? It was uh, Dennis Green, old Cardinals coach. When he went on that rant, they were who we thought they were. Well, we can say that with the Mets, just opposite. They aren't who we thought they were. We thought they were going to be so much better this year than they've performed. And it's been very frustrating. It's not like we've had a lot of success as a franchise. We haven't won a World Series since 86. We're all hungry, us Mets fans. We want to see them succeed. I get it. It's frustrating. But the answer isn't booing Pete Alonso because he gives us, when he's on the field, he gives us a greater chance to succeed. So why would we boo someone like that? You know, boo James McCann. Obviously, he's not on the team anymore. But guys like that, James McCann, right? Those are the guys you boo that come over, eat up a lot of money, and struggle from the beginning, like Jason Bay, James McCann. You don't boo Pete Alonzo. You don't. So let's let's not do that, all right? Motions get the best of us. I'm not going to ridicule people too much. But we got to be better as Mets fans. There was no reason to boo him at all. So as you all know, the Mets won a series against the White Sox, right? They lost today, but still took two of three. And although it's nice to see him take a series, their plan shouldn't change going into the trade deadline. They should be sellers. Don't sell everyone. Don't trade everyone. You know, stay at least a little bit competitive. Make things interesting. Try to get that last wild card spot. But any player you don't really see in your long-term plan, you don't plan on being part of the team in 2024, like a can of Robertson, you should look into trading. That's my philosophy. I said last night, I'll say it again. The Mets should at least try to be competitive and push for this, this last wild card spot. But trade some of these guys that you know aren't going to be a part of t- the team in 2024. And get ready for 2024 because odds are the Mets won't make the playoffs. Again, I hope I'm wrong as a diehard Mets fan. But can we count on them to take care of business? Right now, they're seven games out of this last wild card spot. They have a favorable schedule coming up when they have three games against the Red Sox, two games against the Yankees, then four games against the Nationals. But with the way the Mets have played and struggled all year, can we count on them beating any of these teams? I'm not saying they'll lose every game. 
But the Red Sox are a pesky team. They have a solid team. They're not great, but they're all right. Can we count on the Mets taking care of business? They should. They have a better team talent-wise. But the way the Mets have been playing this year, they continue to continuously shoot themselves in the foot. That won't be easy going up against the Red Sox. What about the Yankees? The Yankees, I know they're struggling, but they have a ton of talent. That won't be easy. And the Nationals. The Nationals, they're not a good team, but they always play the Mets hard, extremely hard. They're pesky too, divisional game. They're always difficult. So although the schedule, the upcoming schedule to finish out July is very favorable for the Mets, can we count on them to take care of business? I don't know if we can. You know, and seven games is a lot to climb out of. I know it's it's not even August yet, but when are the Mets going to turn it on? We've been saying all year, just they have time, wait until they turn it on. Well, they're going to run out of time if they don't turn it on now. So we'll see what they decide to do at this deadline. But I think they should try to keep most of the team together, trade a few guys that aren't going to be part of the team next year, and see what the team could do. If they get hot, they get hot. If not, are right, you look into 2024. But it's my concern with this Mets team is even if they make a push and make the playoffs – there's just too much inconsistency. The lineup is hot one day, cold the next, right? And we saw that last year. But the reason why the Mets were so successful last year is that even when the offense was cold, the pitching was hot every night. So even when the offense wasn't scoring runs, the Mets pitching was on top of it and they could still win games. The Mets starting pitching this year is struggling big time. You see it with Verlander inconsistent, Scherzer inconsistent, Carrasco inconsistent, Peterson, McGill, disappointments. Senga's really been the only strong piece. Now, <coughs> excuse me, Quintana looked good today, but who knows what we'll get from him. That was just his first start, but I was impressed with what I saw from him. But there's just too many question marks with this starting pitching, which is supposed to be the backbone to this team for success. That's what this team was built around. Also, their bullpen, very inconsistent. You saw it Tuesday. They almost lost, blew a big lead pretty much. I mean, that game should have been an easy win, and the White Sox almost won, climbed themselves back in it because the bullpen couldn't close the door. Horrible. You saw it today. The bullpen was atrocious. I know the offense didn't score any runs, but the bullpen just imploded. Drew Smith, you don't know what you're getting out of this guy. One day he could strike out the side. The next day, he can't buy an out. I just feel like there's so many holes and question marks and concerns with the starting pitching and the bullpen that even if this team can figure something out and get that last wild card spot, they're not going to be able to make noise in the playoffs. Now, I know what a lot of you guys are thinking. Well, that's why we added the trade deadline. But they're going to have to add a lot of pieces, right? I don't think one starting pitcher is going to solve the rotation because Verlander and Scherzer are inconsistent. You don't know what you're getting at the back end of the rotation with Quintana. So really, you only have one guy in Senga you count on. You can't win a World Series with two starting pitchers you could count on. So you're going to need more, more than one starting pitcher. You're also going to need more than one bullpen guy. Now, I know Edwin Diaz might come back, but can we count on him coming back? And if he does, how will he pitch? We don't know how he'll heal. We don't know what kind of limit they'll have him on. So you can't count on Diaz. You can't. So one guy, if you had one guy at the trade deadline for the bullpen, that's still not enough. You need like two or three guys for this bullpen, and I think you need two starting pitchers. Can the Mets go out and afford giving up all these uh, prospects 
for two starting pitchers and three bullpen guys. And then maybe even another bat because the offense does get a little cold. I just feel like there's too many holes for the Mets to be buyers. They're not missing just one or two pieces. They're missing a lot. So I hope I'm wrong as a diehard Mets fan. I really hope they make a push and get that last wildcard spot, make some noise in the playoffs. But we have to be realistic here. And we can't mortgage the future for this year when, honestly, even if we make the adjustments, it's going to be difficult to catch up to a team like the Braves or the Dodgers. They're just so they're just so hot right now. They, they, they're playing really, really well. And I'm sure they'll carry that into the playoffs. So, again, I hope I'm wrong. But some of you may feel, look, let's trade some prospects and let's go for it. But even if the Mets make the playoffs and they make some adjustments, do you think they'll make the World Series? You never know. But I don't think this team is strong enough the way they play this year to really count on them going all the way. So why mortgage the future? For a team that might make the playoffs if you make some adjustments. Might make the World Series, but odds are against them. Let's not mortgage the future here. That would be stupid. So that's going to do it for a night. The Mets are not who we thought they were. To quote the old Arizona Cardinals head coach, Dennis Green. Remember his rant? They were who we thought they were, but we let them off the hook. Well, the Mets are not who we thought they were. It's unfortunate. I thought at this point in the season, I'd be telling you guys, hey, look, the Mets are in good shape. I think they should look into trading for this guy or this guy, but, you know, the Mets don't have to buy too much. They're in pretty good shape. Instead, I'm telling you guys, they should sell off these pieces and look into 2024. It's a shame. I really hope I'm wrong and they go on this crazy run like the baseball world has never seen before and shocked the whole baseball world completely. I hope that happens. I hope they really make a run at this. But you have to think with your brain and not your hearts. Our hearts tell us as Mets fans, look, we, we could do this. And we should be confident in our team. But we also have to think with our brains. Let's not trade away prospects for players that won't be with us after this year and won't really help us because we're in such a big hole. Let's focus on being competitive, yes. Don't, you know, throw in the towel here. Don't raise the white flag. But let's not mortgage our future for a year that looks lost. But thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great night, and let's go Mets.